If you were to obtain everything you ever desired but didn't have peace, would it be worth it? Real life starts now. Welcome to Real Life with Evangelist Ann and Kathleen Lay, where people with real problems find answers in a real God. Welcome to Real Life. I'm your host, Kathleen Light, and joining me is my husband, Evangelist Don Light. Later in the show, you'll hear from Esther Jones, who was on our previous show, who fell into a life of drugs, orgies, all while hanging around the rich and famous. However, the craziness of that lifestyle led her to a mental breakdown. You know, when we talk about peace, I can remember thinking that when I grow up and get married, I'm going to be happy. I'm going to feel good. You know, there were things that I did that I thought that if I bought this or I got this, then Mm. I would be happy or I'd feel peace. But no matter what I did, no matter what level in life that I attained, I actually never felt quite peaceful inside. Mm. So it wasn't a peace like the neighbors are getting along or the world. It was an internal state of being where I constantly was looking over my back. I felt anxious. I had panic attacks. And I would do anything to have peace. I would give everything I had just to have peace, but I could never seem to get it. I think that, you know, having that calm inner state of mind, people think that they can just attain that through like meditation or going on a nice walk, Mm -hmm. which yes, those things can maybe be peaceful. But how does one have where your mind is so focused and so whole Mm-hmm. that nothing bothers you from the outside to the inside. Mm-hmm. Well, the Bible says in Matthew sixteen twenty six, Jesus says, For what profit is it to a man if he gains the whole world and loses his own soul? Or what will a man give in exchange for his soul? What I love about this verse is that people are always trying to attain mm-hmm. things and they think, when I have everything, yeah. then I will be happy. But Jesus is actually saying something very profound. He's saying, what do you profit? Or basically saying, you're not going to profit anything if you gain the whole world Mm -hmm. because you end up losing your soul. You're going to lose that peace. You're going to lose all of that happiness. You're going to have it in the end sitting in front of you, but you won't be able to taste it. Mm -hmm. And the only way to truly taste that peace, that joy and happiness, it's not the stuff of this world. It's not the parties. It's not who accepts you, whether you're accepted by the rich and famous or whatever. All that matters is that God accepts you and knows you. You know, Jesus is the Prince of Peace. And when I finally came to my rock bottom, where I was like, I can't do this anymore. I've gone to the doctors. I've tried different drugs. Nothing's helping. Mm. But when I called out to Jesus and said, please help me, he is the one who brought peace into my life. And Mm. I have had peace ever since. And if you need peace, my friend, Jesus is the Prince of Peace. Call out to him. And we're going to hear from Esther Jones right here after the break. Real life is made possible by people like you. We'd like to take this opportunity to sincerely thank you for your generous support. We couldn't do it without you. May God bless. Welcome back to Real Life. I'm your host, Kathleen Light, and joining me is my husband, Evangelist Don Light. Hello, everyone. Joining us once again is Esther Jones, and she has been sharing with us how she was a prodigal daughter, basically a person who had Jesus in her heart as a young little girl. But as she grew up and saw the world, she started following after the ways of the world, which means she started getting into drugs, sex, alcohol, anything and everything she could to get acceptance. Yeah, famous people. She's 
around the parties, the drugs, the sex, the orgies, pretty much everything that's on the table there. Yes. And when she was a promoter of these famous rappers, she realized that, you know what? My life is empty. I cannot bring peace to anyone. I may have money. I may have everything, but I have nothing. And we're going to find out how she hit rock bottom and got freedom from the voices she was hearing. Let's welcome to the show, Esther. Thanks for being with us. Thank you for having me. It's an honor. Yes. Now, I understand one of the first guys you met that was famous was Snoop Dogg. And then you were around a whole bunch of famous people. Tell us a little bit about those names and who you were around and what the party scene was like. The party scene was like nonstop action. Fun. I mean, you know, fun, temporary fun. Mm -hmm. Just like you said, I started off with Snoop Dogg. Then it was Usher. I did an internship with Nelly under the Pimp Juice, his energy drink at the time. And then after that, I went on to meet all the celebrities you can think of, from Bone Thugs to Twister to Maya to Petey Pablo to all the famous DJs. I mean, oh, so many. Gosh, wow. I forget now. <laughs> <laughs> and you just felt like you couldn't fit in. These guys were rich, famous, had money, and yep. you didn't have much. So you did whatever you could to be a slave to them. Right. Though you didn't smoke weed, you started, and it was an entry drug for you to start drinking, partying, getting high, doing cocaine. Then you just started feeling fearful because you were close to these guys, and mm -hmm. you didn't know who was after you and trying to get to the top through you, so it was scary. You became very paranoid, fearful. You saw five people in your life get murdered. And then when Hurricane Katrina hit, you wanted to help people, so you thought, I'll just go help them with money. But really what they wanted was peace. And that's when you realized, I don't have that. And you had your own mental breakdown after that, where you're like, there's something not right. And you were hearing voices. And not only that time, but it happened four other times. So you were in a mental institute five times total. Tell me a little bit about the voices and what you were hearing and what was going in your head at that time. I mean, you know, when you see people on TV or say, and a voice told me to drown five kids and, you know, it's right. real. Those things are real. When that happened, it was outside voices telling me to jump off a bridge, telling me, you know, we're going to kill you. So I wasn't just running. Something was really chasing me. I made the decision. I never forget it. I said, Jesus, I want to come home. After that last blunt I smoked. I made a decision mentally in my mind that I wanted to stop. And that's when the attack on my mind and my life came, mental attacks. Wow. So you were having these mental attacks because you were actually a lone ranger. You had no support, no Correct. one to tell you how to renew your mind in the word of God and to fight back. Yes. You received Jesus, you turned to him, but you were still stuck with the consequence of the doors that you opened from the demonic realm. Yes. And still stuck with the people, you know, I didn't change my friends. <laughs> so you were still around that lifestyle. You didn't change, even though you changed you weren't being changed and renewed, but there came a point where you realized something's got to change yes. and you started changing your environment, your friends, yes. and you realized the foundation needed mm. healing. And that was your relationship with God. Tell me about as you started to renew your mind, reading the Bible, how the voices left and how you got freedom from hearing those voices. 
Oh my gosh, I never will forget it. It was like a supernatural liquid piece. If you ever like out, it's hot, 106 degrees, <laughs> humidity is swampy. Oh, I fuck, I'm about to die. You go into an air conditioning room and take a cold shower. You know? mm-hmm. <laughs> all the torment, it all washed off. The Bible, it washes you, it cleanses you. So after I kept putting that word in me, reading the word, the voices and everything had no choice but the flee. <laughs> Darkness mm. can't coexist with light. The more I got around people full of light, full of love, full of compassion, full of the things that Jesus carried, the darkness goes away. The wow. dark friends run away. <laughs> <laughs> the darkness hides from the light. So the more I got filled up with light, with Jesus, with love, with worship and church, the more the darkness ran. They ran from me because wow. it was filling up with light. Wow. Yes, ma'am. Now you have the peace that you were looking for. And there are people listening now who say, yeah, Jesus, yeah, you know, whatever. I want to make money. I want to be a famous, you know, whatever rapper. I'm not going to do what she did. I can handle it. I can handle the parties and the drugs and this and that. What would you say to those who say, you know, I'm going to do it different. Or maybe they're going to say, I know what she's talking about, but I still need to get famous and rich and live that lifestyle. What would you tell someone who's maybe even starting their career? I would tell them that what does it profit a man to gain, to achieve, to conquer the whole world, but lose his soul? Your soul is your mind, your will, and your emotions. When you gain all that stuff, (laughs) it's called the the deceitfulness of riches. It's paved in pain because how you get it, you have to keep it. However you get the money, you get it by greed, you have to keep up that lifestyle. And after a while, if you're at that breaking point now to call on Jesus, you know, you hit rock bottom, do it. He's there. He loves you. But when you get to that point of your loved ones dying and you can't pay for peace, your mom has cancer and you can't pay for a cure. When your son got hit by a truck, something bad happened. When you hit that place, you can call on the name above every name. His name is Jesus. He is the Prince of Peace. And he'll come. Oh, he'll come. But that's the cure. That's the cure. Wow. That just touches me just hearing you say the name of Jesus. Mm-hmm. And thank you for sharing what you've done and how you've had a total change. Thanks be to God, because you couldn't have done it in your own strength. And none of us can. Yeah. And there are people listening now who are at a mental breakdown or having a hard time and they can't do it. And we're going to pray for them. Thank you so much for sharing with us, Esther, your life and how the Lord took you all the way from the pit and brought you to peace. God bless you, Esther. You know, you can hear this and what she's talking about, some of these Bible verses. You can maybe hear from the pulpit, but boy, does it sound different when it's coming from the voice of someone who's been to the very bottom and now understands the true meaning of that scripture. What will it profit to chase after the things of this world yet lose your own soul, your own mind, your own peace? It's not something that's just guaranteed to be there but it's something that's at risk that it most likely will not be there. Mm. But if there's someone listening out there and they're saying, gosh, I need that peace. Where is it? If it's not in my financial security, if it's not in my fame, then where is it? It is in the name of the one that we call Jesus of Nazareth. Mm -hmm. And he is here right now. He's with you and he's calling your name. He's knocking on the door. All you have to do 
is let him in. Let that peace in your life, let it all go. Jesus, we take a moment to let our chasing after the things of this world, we let it go and we let you into our lives. We ask you, Lord God, to fill us with your power and your peace. Mm -hmm. We love you, Lord. Fill us even now. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. God bless you all. Thank you so much for tuning in. If you need prayer, give us a call, 877-480-4477. Again, 877-480-4477. God bless you all. Thanks for tuning in. You're listening to Real Life.